Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Cricket Passenger, sponsored by Travel Podcast. Summers have arrived and it's already 700 degrees out there. Every year, it was a routine for me to visit Himachal Pradesh and spend a few weeks over there. I just miss how lovely the weather used to be. Now, I am sitting at home, sweating and complaining how bad the weather is. Speaking of Himachal, it has been almost a year since our guest moved to a quaint town of this lovely state. She has been trekking and raising awareness against plastic waste. I am with Itosha, who is a responsible traveler and a waste management expert who is living in Ganj for a year now. Before we start this episode, please make sure that you have subscribed to this podcast on Spotify or Hubhopper so that you are updated with the future episodes. So without taking a lot of your time, I would like to welcome our guest. Hi Tosha, welcome to the podcast. Hi Anshul, nice to talk to you. Uh, how are you holding up during this lockdown phase? Uh, can't say it's very happening, but uh, it, I can't say that's not been productive as well. Because we have been doing a lot of, from the organization's perspective, we have been doing a lot of planning for the coming year. And there have been a lot of, uh, you know, uh, processes that we could have the time to finally align ourselves. And yeah, a lot of learning sessions happening, like webinars, webinars, uh, online learning platforms. So it's not been very unproductive, but yeah, it is people like us who really like to be on field. It has been definitely like a startup thing. So first tell us about your uh, professional background and how did you choose this field in which you are working today? Okay, so right now I'm working with an organization called Waste Warriors, which is based out of, I am based out of Dharamshala. Uh, the organization is based out of Dharamshala, Dehradun and Corbett. So I'm working as the Outreach and Partnership Manager of this, uh, you know, uh, of Dharamshala uh, location. And uh, we are trying to, you know, set up our entire waste management system out here in Dharamshala. So how I came to this uh, profession as such, uh, that's a very, very long story. Initially, I was an IT engineer working in Forces. I worked as a software engineer for six years. But, but I've been uh, traveling along around the Himalayas uh, for a very, very long time, more than my IT experience. So uh, I've been hiking, trekking, mountaining, doing a lot of uh, stuff in the mountains. But uh, I've always been in love with the mountains, the Himalayas specifically. So left the job four years back almost now. And we started uh, uh, together a company called Rocky Feet. And we started staying in Ladakh for three years. I worked as a mountain guide, a trekking guide, and as a, you know, uh, field coordinator for Rocky Feet. Uh, but kind of, uh, it was it was a very happening job. It was a great job. I really enjoyed it. But it was not something that was uh, coming back to the uh, mountains. So it was always this feeling of, you know, doing something back for the mountains. So this is just not only traveling. So it has to be something which you, it has to be more meaningful. So then I came across Waste Warriors uh, and came here as a volunteer here last year. Uh, have been here, uh, like came here as a volunteer, worked here for two months as a volunteer. And then I felt like this is something have, which has a direction and which has a direction to what I was thinking about doing out here. So yeah, I kind of joined out here as a permanent staff and now I'm working out here full time. Okay. That, that was a very 
short answer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because if I have to explain like ten years, it will be taking like two hours. <laughs> I am okay to explain if you have the time. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll, we'll do another episode of about it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how have you managed the zero waste lifestyle, and uh, how others can do it too? So. Uh, like it sounds zero waste lifestyle it doesn't it, it is not very difficult to maintain a zero waste lifestyle so or uh, like through my travels what i learned was there are a lot of steps that you can take when you are traveling around uh, especially in very uh, you know vulnerable ecosystem like the himalayas so it is very important that we take uh, certain steps and measures and be responsible in when we are traveling throughout so there are a lot of lot of measures that i have been taking personally uh, and i think those are very very easy uh, easy steps that you can take so if i have to like you know tell you a, a, a small, small tips of how you can make your travel probably more sustainable as such like probably start carrying start with carrying a water bottle that's the easiest way around like you know uh, find out refill stations do not use plastic bottles as the first first thing that you every traveler should do like uh, try not to use packaged drinking water especially in the himalayas because you know the the water the mineral water bottles are sold for branding that is himalayan fresh water why do you need a himalayan fresh water in the himalayas packed in a mineral water bottle coming down from the plains and then uh, not Really, and totally avoid the actual Himalayan water. So it's 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 just something that I really believe that you can just refill your water bottle. It reduces a lot and lot of garbage. Uh, something that I always even shout on people, especially when in the work that I'm doing, is do not litter, carry uh, carry anything. If you are carrying a package, just carry it in the pocket and. wait for the next dustbin where you can just throw it these are very simple habits that you can just you know inculcate in, in yourself which is absolutely not difficult to adapt to uh carry bags uh, do not you know do not take a plastic bag from a vendor just just say no i don't want a plastic that's as simple as that if you don't have a bag you know make sure you carry a cloth bag or make sure carry a backpack when you're traveling around so that you can just put your stuff inside unless and it's like extremely required without a plastic bag it's it's absolutely something that you can avoid totally then um, we had we have a lot of discussions on sustainable travel during uh, during my course of work while designing campaigns so a lot of points come up a uh, lot of uh, insights were given by a lot of uh, volunteers coming from no uh, uh like germany and france and lot of people coming from uh, europe especially european people so they had very nice uh, insights like you know buying loose uh, products like rice and sugar and uh, basic dry fruits and stuff because what their perspective was it's very expensive uh, when you have to go and buy loose stuff uh, in in any any of the european markets because it it is kind of tagged organic and it is very expensive for them to uh, like buy them but it's it's absolutely opposite in india because you get the loose stuff cheaper and it's obviously organic and you don't have to buy a package plastic package like you can just you know buy something which is loose like if you're buying dry fruits if you're buying kind of buy local products which is packed in not packed in plastic probably that is very very important step that i think should travelers should take um while traveling um 
that i personally do while traveling of course my local food local food is definitely one of the most important part that i feel as a part of the travel because people tend to uh, you know uh, go ahead cannot go ahead go out of their comfort food for a very long period of time so if it is like a week of not having uh not having your home cooked food you start craving for that and you then start searching in the restaurant but again when you're traveling probably you can avoid going to the same old uh food habits what you have at in your own city or place you can try out local food the what was the amazing part that i felt during uh traveling across himalayas is that it's so difficult to find uh, himachali food in himachal you i can name two places in mcleod ganj where they sell himachali food but there are hundreds of places selling english breakfast and german bakeries and uh, you know uh, israeli hummus and all all the others and obviously chola bhatura so but um, you know it's very difficult to find out local food but it's very important for the economy of the place i feel and it is very uh, it's a kind of a travel uh, that you go through the food because you get to know what kind of food the local pe- local people eat and kind of uh, vegetables they grow and the kind of terrain and uh, everything there's a lot of geographical impact I- uh, impact that is there through the local food that you can get so i totally believe that you can always try local food right yeah totally um apart from that i i think yeah staying in homestays is one of the most important things uh improving the economy of the local place is something that we all travelers should focus on uh, rather than staying in a big shot hotel try to focus on a homestay which is run by a very local family that kind kind of boosts the economy of the place and it gives you a feel of the local culture for which you are traveling so uh if you are traveling for that i travel for that so that is definitely something that i think we should all adapt to like you know go into local homestays and stay with the local people try to know their culture what they what they do what they don't do how it is different from ours that that is kind of an insight that you should people should get when they are traveling so that uh, that is the knowledge based travel that i believe walking yes public transport uh as much as possible i think i really believe that if you if you can use the public transport more that kind of gives you a a, a scope to interact with the local people again and also yeah it booms the economy local economy and definitely it helps in the environmental aspect if you can get through it uh walking i i personally prefer walking through any place where i'm there uh, when I, where i'm uh, new to a place yeah and you uh, have you have made me walk as well yeah obviously <laughs> <laughs> you have been very lazy in that but still yeah. <laughs> but i really really prefer walking along in in a new place that really gives you the time the uh, you know the the, the better feeling of absorbing the entire place and observing a lot of stuff so definitely walking is something that i really believe when you are traveling uh in a new place that gives you a lot of uh, a lot of insight to the place um i lastly what i believe which i tried to do when i was uh, traveling on my own was volunteer probably with an organization to make your travel sustainable i uh, like yeah definitely ways for it is always there for you to volunteer but uh, yes if you can find out a local body which is kind of doing something for the local environment local people uh 
if you can make your travel a, a, a mode of giving back to the society as well, definitely that is the best thing that you can do. Like that reduces a lot of carbon footprint from your end. So yeah, I think local organizations uh, should be volunteered uh, for with uh, when you're traveling. If you have a longer period of time, if you're there for traveling for 15 days or a month or so like that, generally Indians do not travel for so long. But even if you do, if you can, but nowadays trends are changing. There are a lot of backpackers who are traveling for months together. So I totally believe that you sh you should volunteer with. Uh, they spend some time, probably spend a day, or probably spend one day doing a cleanup drive or doing something in an organization what they're doing, teaching the kids. Uh, anything that you think which is giving back to that place. So that kind of uh, value adds a lot to your travel. So that, these are the things that I personally do when I'm traveling. So I think, yeah, probably you can do that as well. Yeah, and a lot of travelers complain that they don't get uh, like pure waters in Himalayas. Mm -hmm. But but there are portable purifying bottles that uh, clean and uh, remove the like whatever germs uh, yeah. are there in the river streets. Definitely, it, filtration if it is there, there is no there is it's not required to have mineral water bottles. Uh, the problem happens with the foreign uh, tourists who actually have a problem with the immunity out here because they tend to get a stomach upset when the, the time they reach. Yeah, I can understand for in that aspect. For the first few days, they're just not taking the risk of drinking any local water. But eventually, I think it, it is fine. So it should not be a problem. Uh, so what has been your trekking experience when it comes to like ethical trekking? Uh, so I've been trekking for a long time now. Like I've been uh, traveling in the Himalayas uh, various parts of the Himalayas, starting from Ladakh, I've spent three years in Ladakh and starting from there to now I'm stay, staying in Himachal, Dhamshala right now and then obviously Garhwal, Nepal, Sikkim, a uh, little bit of Northeast, not much but uh, yeah, uh, but uh, I what I felt uh, really awkward while uh, doing a hike or while talking to fellow uh, trekkers or hikers when we when, when I used to work, especially when I was working as a trekking guide with my with my client, it is very odd, especially when it comes to I'm sorry to say, but Indian tourists, I have to start with the basics that do not litter, <laughs> and I'm emphasizing on the littering part so much because um, you know I'm I'm working in the Space Warriors organization and we do a lot of cleanups, cleanup drives, which is one of the aspects of the organization. So every week, uh, every week we are doing at least three, four uh, cleanups around communities, around particular trails. The Tune Trail, one of the one of the famous success stories that Space Warriors has. Uh, the water, there is a waterfall called Bhaksunak where we do a cleanup every Thursdays, and every week, every, uh, uh, you know, time, every, uh, every month, we have every, like, uh, with every cleanup, we get around 20, 30 bags of garbage, which is happening every week, months together, years together, we're doing the same thing. So this is something really, really annoying that people do not still have that basic morality of not littering, even if there's a dustbin right in front of you in within 10 meters or 15 meters. So uh, this is something I really, really emphasize while uh, as a as a part of ethical trekking, if you can say that this is a very vulnerable ecosystem. This is where you are traveling is a re is so is a source of 
a lot of livelihood down there which probably we do not think of but if you are damaging this particular part of the ecosystem you are damaging your own home that is that is absolutely uh, you know uh, verified i mean what do you say like it, that is absolutely proven so yes and there are a lot of lot of things that while traveling while trekking in the mountains uh, i felt that people should take care a bit uh, like you know uh, this is definitely not littering and try to carry you know everything back that you're carrying if you're carrying a full packet of maggi it is it is definitely possible to carry back the empty packet of maggi so this is not a very big deal that a very big responsibility that you really have to do so these are very small steps that you can really do that apart from that what i felt uh, during uh, hiking or mountaineering i i understand mountaineering or trekking is a very expensive affair it is a very expensive adventure sport it requires a lot of money to reach the particular place and and you know the equipment the gears and everything is it's, it's a lot of investment that you do generally when you're going for a trek but uh, when you're there finally i've seen a lot of people you know bargaining with the locals for very basic basic stuff i can understand the bargaining part when it when you can when you see that the person is actually probably exploiting you i can understand that part but if it is not there probably not exploit the locals because one thing that has to be understood with for everybody is that the the place that you are in right now uh, do not have so much of resources so easily available like that in any any city or any kind of you know a little rural area which is not so uh, challenging terrain wise but especially for the himalayas especially for mountains the terrain is a huge huge humongous challenge that we have and any kind of resources takes a lot of manpower and lot of money to reach there so it is very important that we understand the uh, you know the economic factor of of when we are taking when we are doing when you're dealing with somebody who's local out there because he or she takes a lot of pain to bring the resources to the place that you are in so it is it is it is fine to if you are paying a little more i'm not saying that you should be like you know uh, for a 30 rupees bottle you are paying 100 rupees that's fair no that's absolutely not fair but again probably if he is charging 50 rupees for a bottle i think that is okay rather than uh, bargaining so much or probably the locals who are you are hiring as a trekking guide or a porter or somebody who's uh, helping you out to reach where you want to reach it is very important to respect what they are asking for because it's a very very difficult job it is a very very hard job you will never be able to do that unless you are properly trained or from particularly from that terrain it's very important that you respect the work that they are doing uh, i i don't think like uh, clean ups are happening right now huh? no clean ups are totally stopped right now because obviously there cannot be any gathering as such but uh, operations like operation wise we are do, uh, having the collections still happening from door to door uh, we have uh, the segregated we have canteen workers who are working from uh, the uh, 300 households up in dharamshala where we collect segregated waste and then we segregate it further to recyclables and non recyclables and the recyclables are sent for uh, to the scrap dealer they are sold to the scrap dealers this particular operation is right now happening in a, in gattu in parts not completely yeah, but yeah. 
Yeah, but clean up is definitely right now. It's not happening and uh, thankfully places are also clean right now. <laughs> but do you think it will remain clean once people restart traveling? This is exactly what we were discussing today that it will take one week. <laughs> All the rejuvenating earth that we are talking about, healing of the earth, but it, it just it will just take one week to again. <laughs> I really, really, I'm really, really hopeful that people will be more responsible when they really come out of the lockdown and start being responsible travelers when they come here. I hope we don't have to do as much as clean up that we have been doing for the past so many years. So yeah. Yeah, we were talking about Triund and uh, how its ecosystem has been destroyed in last yeah. couple of years. So this irresponsible trekking uh, is only prevalent in day treks like Triund and Prashar or high altitude treks have uh, are having this problem as well. What is it? Everywhere, it is. It is everywhere. Even high altitude treks, they have a lot of lot of other problems that are there for because you, it takes a lot of. It's uh, if you're going for a high altitude. Trek it that it takes at least minimum five to eight days for a high altitude trek. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have a lot of things along to carry to carry along. So you have a lot of ration. You have your personal equipments. So the the pressure on the ecosystem is definitely more when you're traveling on a for a longer period of time. But again, there are a lot of solutions that are there that people can take care for. Specifically, for example, the the ration that you're buying, or probably you know, get hold of the travel operator because longer treks generally in India specifically people do not go alone. They tend to go through a travel agency. So if you're going through a travel agency, it is very important that you uh, you know uh, take a background study of that travel agency whether they're actually taking eco-friendly measures or not. It is very important that you understand what are they, what exactly are they taking as eco-friendly measures, which from which you can actually compare. Okay, fine, this particular organization is taking these these, these steps to make it more eco-friendly for the trail. Uh, from the personal perspective, definitely, yeah, try to reduce as much as plastic things that you can carry along, or at least bring them back uh, along with you until and until you find a proper disposal area. Toiletries play a very important role, uh, especially for girls who are, like the sanitary napkins. They do not degrade at all. So there are certain steps that you can take. Probably you can go for organic sanitary napkins, or probably the best part is the menstrual cups. Uh, it's a little difficult to get adapted to menstrual cups, but again, it's very easy and it's very eco-friendly and it's very very comfortable. Personally, uh, I can I can vouch on that. So uh, these are a lot of steps that people can take uh, when when they're traveling in a high altitude trek. Like you know, the main main part will be definitely to uh, get in touch with your travel operator and find out what are the sustainable solutions, sustainable travel methods they're actually adapting, whether they're not adapting or not. So yes, you, that is something I believe should be taken care of in any trek, whether it's a day hike or a high altitude trek. Uh, like you have already explained ki how one can travel responsibly and follow a resp uh, zero waste lifestyle and all. But la since this is the last question, we like to end with ki hmm. what is your message for travelers who want to make their journey more ethical and responsible just in like a few lines? Um, personally, I feel like traveling is a very expensive, again I mentioned for traveling is a very expensive affair and when you're when you're actually spending a lot of time into that, spend a little bit of thought also because when you're coming to a place, just remember that 
there is a there's a lot of things lot of ecosystem that is uh, dependent on that place and do not spoil that come here visit the mountains are beautiful and then just do not leave back anything and if we don't do it right now if we don't inculcate that feeling right now um it is it is just just the time that we have to take care this is this is this is uh, if you can if you if you ever come to dharamshala and if you are ever volunteering with voice warriors you will see how much garbage is there all around this is like something that people tend to ignore or just people do not really bother but if you start doing on field work you will realize how much is is spoiled because of tourists and travelers like us who are not really thinking or responsible about where we are going and what we are doing uh adding to that uh, i would suggest that uh, if you are traveling in his then uh, uh, and you are solo or in a small group then it is a better idea to take a uh, public transport because Definitely. because it gives you a, a more authentic idea about that place absolutely yeah yeah and uh, taking an auto rickshaw or going to some place that is like 1 km 2 km away <laughs> it yeah. doesn't make sense it creates a lot of traffic jam in these small areas <laughs> and i have suffered a lot because of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah Um, thanks Itosha for joining us. I hope that post lockdown you get to explore more and fulfill all the plans that are stuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, we'll end this episode here and okay. if you like the interview then do suggest a suggestion for future episode and topics in the comments and subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening.